back to another episode of What's Your 20? What's your 20? What is your 20? My 20 is uh, San Marcos, Texas. A66? Yeah, in the house, man. Uh, joining us today is uh, the much anticipated. The one, the only. Tim Ruddle. <laughs> van How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Van operator extraordinaire. I'm super happy, like legit to be talking to you. Thank you. And I'm glad we got to do this face-to-face, man. It's uh, yeah. o- always better than just over the phone. Absolutely. So it's just always weird. I formulate like a, a visual of you know talking to somebody and then... Uh, then I see him, so I just it's a different comfort that, level. So I'm super happy, man. That that happens every time I go to a branch. I, I get there and I go, and I'm like, wow, you are nothing like I've imagined this entire time. You give good phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you're awesome on the phone. Hey now. <laughs> so so yeah, man. Good, good so, stern reference. Yeah. So tell me, uh, heard you got a new ride, man? Yeah. Just uh, decided I need to upgrade a little bit. What were you driving? I had a 2012 uh, Kenworth T660 with a 168-inch sleeper. I had to downsize a little bit, just get down on the weight and stuff like that. So, a little more, a little more pain weight. Yeah, it, it was just when you have enough storage, you use it. Right. And, and switching from a truck that's three feet shorter, I realized I just got way too much crap. So it's, you're a hoarder, uh, sir. I, I did become a hoarder with with all the extra stuff. I was speaking with a buddy earlier, and I was like, I got nowhere to put this stuff. He's like, Dude, you're just a hoarder. It's like uh, I got snow chains, and I don't even go to the Rockies. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on the ten, man. So it's, <laughs> it, I-40 and South is like my dispatch line. That's it. So huh? uh, yeah, it's you can make that happen for him, Clay. We tried to. I I've been I've been privileged. It, it's. Nobody tries to get me to go anywhere, and if Clay or Steven ask me, to, you know it's serious to go somewhere else. I know I need to go. Like we're gonna need you to get your jacket, sir. Yeah, it's you can pick your chains up on your way out. It's one of those I, I get a heads up. Hey, uh, I got this. I'm stuck. And you gotta right do on. what you gotta do. I mean, yes. it's, it can't always be about me. It's team. It's got to be a team effort. The but phone- it's got to pay too, right? I mean, oh, you're, absolutely. You're, you're a business, man. It, it's, um, you know, revenue is always the first the first thing that you look at. But at the same time, hey, going out might not pay me that much, but they'll make up for it on the back end, bringing yeah. me back. Maybe hitting a single on the way out, but then like you're getting a you know home run or a grand slam coming it, home. A single on the way out, it needs to be a grand slam coming. Yeah, back. there there you go. <laughs> so if you're hitting a, you're hitting a double or a triple, maybe yeah. you can go a two run shot coming yeah. back, something like that. If I got to haul a little bit of sailboat fuel on the way out, I need to dispatcher brains. Yeah, I need to I need to come all the way back out. So so and, what do you uh, what did you upgrade to, man? What are you driving? Now? I, I got a 2018. Uh, Kenworth T680. Okay. And it's got a 132 sleeper on it now. Oh. So only 132. I, I know. It, it's from poor, what poor man. From what the first truck I drove uh on my own with without my dad in the truck and you know it being his truck. It was a uh 1989 international cab over single axle. 13 letter shit spreader. Yeah. Nice. It uh it was the the turbo in that thing, I will never forget the sound as long as I live. Just sounded like it was just a constant air leak going down the road. Well, it's because you're sitting on top of it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and uh, I I was just as proud to drive that truck as I am to drive this truck now. It, it, it was just, I was just so excited growing up in the business to be able to say, hey, this is my truck. And, you know, and now, if 
I could have bought a brand new cab over versus this truck, I would have done it in a second. I wouldn't leave the East Coast. I like the look, man. I like cab overs too, I, man. Cab overs are the coolest things ever. When uh, when Tom was around, I, I would talk to Tom all the time about it. We'd look at trucks, and I'd tell him, like, like, look, dude, I want – a 1983 Kenworth K100, and I want like a 280-inch wheelbase. And Tom's first thing every single time, because all Tom cared about was revenue. It did not, you had to look cool, but you had to be able, you know, when he had the car rack on the top, he's like, wheelbase like that, you got to have a drone box. And I'm like, I don't want a drone box. I just want this big, like, West Coast gangster gap in the middle and just look ignorant as I possibly can going down the road. <laughs> no, they're, they're, he would have talked you into that drum box. Yeah. I promise. Uh, it would have happened. He's like, we could put a 10-foot drum on the back of that. I'm like, I don't Hell want no. a 10-foot Keep drum. Keep all your packing material in there. Uh, it's your own shuttle. He's like, it could be a shuttle truck. You could right. do this and do that. Think of the weight you could haul. I'm like, Tom, I want to just look cool. I don't yeah. care about hauling more weight. I want to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be pretty. Style points are important. It's, yeah. No curb appeal. Speaking of style, I'm trying to get Dan to start ordering trailers with more lights on them. We got to look pretty. What do you want to be a chicken hauler? Oh, yeah. Regardless if we've got 900 chicken lights or not, Ace dumps tons of money and equipment. We all, for the most part, have fairly new trailers and shiny equipment. I mean, it's It's safe. You you rarely see a bad looking Ace unit going down the road. It, It might be a basic unit, but it's still clean. And put together well. It's not a rust bucket. Yeah, yeah. If you see, I, I almost get jealous if I see an ace driver pulling an ugly trailer because I know that's his second trailer. Right. He's pulling. Yeah. It's, it's not his main trailer. That means he's got extra weight. You know, it, it, it's not like, oh, he's pulling a triaxle. He must be a dirtbag. No, he's pulling a triaxle because somebody else is pulling his main trailer. Right. And, or, or even worse. He's using that trailer while he goes waits for the one in every yeah, to get decal. He's got to go one. catch a new one or yeah. something like Something's that. Something's going on. Yeah, there, there's we we don't have drivers that just pull just bad trailers. Everyone's got nice equipment. I've been super fortunate at Ace. I think I've been here four years and nine months. We looked it Is up. It four years and nine months. June fifteenth. Yeah. No, it was it was June fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. That whole fiasco was an interesting story right. about about transferring. Break it down, man. I want to hear it, man. How'd but you this, end up this, here? This has been my second new trailer at Ace within those five years, so it, it's it's been pretty nice. Well, from what I know about you, you earn it, man. So I I like to take care of my equipment. I, my uh, the guys that work with me, they get a little irritated because I'm like, hey, don't drag that. We'll scratch up my floor. So like, well, they're like, well, it's not even your trailer. Like you get new trailers. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm like. I get new trails because we take care of the ones that we have. So don't scratch my damn floors. Right. Exactly. And uh, the next guy that's going to be in it, you know, the idea is that he's earned it an upgrade too. Yeah. You know, maybe not the brand new one, but he's getting an upgrade and you want that upgrade to be nice. Because, uh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. A lot, a, lot, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of people in the organization that earn earned it. So, oh, yeah. you know, um, that's important. Cool. I appreciate you taking care of it. When, uh, when, when I first, I, I was driving for Reeds and I left. Uh, I was working with my dad and anyone who's ever worked in this business with family, <laughs> it, it's not the easiest thing. My dad and I had a very, everything was always work related and it was always a love hate when it came to work. And uh, we argued a lot, but 
everyone saw the argument. No one saw us talking about who was buying the beer on the way home five minutes Yeah, later. When, when you're close, I mean, there's yeah. a, it's passionate and there's a lot of love. And, and, yeah. and, and honestly, it's uh, the outbursts and the, um, the screaming, you know, it's because it's safe. Yeah. Because you are so close. It's, you know, he taught me everything, you know, aside from some other older drivers that I'd pick up stuff from along the way. I knew what to do because he taught me how to do it. I may have developed another way to get to the same goal he was trying to get to. A little more efficiently. And, uh, yeah, he wasn't trying to hear that. <laughs> it, it just, it's just like, no, you're going to do what I said. That's it. You know, the thing about working with family, it, I, I, I get it. I worked yeah. with my uncle for a long time. The highs are really high, and the lows are really low. They're and, difficult. And, yeah. and anything in between is you're on the way to one of those points. Yeah, <laughs> one way or another. We're going up or we're going down. Yeah, we're yeah. not sitting here chilling. We're on our way to one of these. He, uh, when I left working with him at Reed's, I, uh, I had spoken to Chris Ship, and because of agreements and everything, I couldn't transfer to Ace because Reed's wouldn't sign a letter of release and – whatever there, there was some bitterness and uh so i had to leave the atlas system so I, I went to a north american agent uh i won't name names because it was not a pleasant experience appreciate that i was there for five weeks just long enough to be disqualified from atlas <laughs> and uh and, and go back through the qualification period to to come back to ace it, it did not take very long for me to realize that the service system was just not for me whatsoever. You're Atlas guy, self-haul, self-pack I, I, all day. I'm an Atlas baby. My first trip, I was in a Paxson's truck. I got the picture. I think I was two months old. My first trip, and, and you know, don't tell Rick Kirby that. I mean, not, well, he's, he's not he's, here. He's, he's, he's retired. He's retired, so we're good. Scott, Scott here. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've been, you know, I, just from what I know from like early 2000s, you've been a Atlas guy almost the entire time. And a lot of that was Virginia-based agents. You were at Jay Barber, I think? I was only there for a couple days. An American we, in Charlottesville? I was at American for about a year. Mm -hmm. um, that was another one of those times where Dad and I got into an argument, and I thought that I knew everything. So both middle <laughs> fingers in the air, I'm going to go do this on my own. And uh, there were some issues when I worked there that uh, – Got me an all-expenses-paid trip to Evansville. Um, <laughs> I uh, that would have been Rick Kirby back then. It, probably. Was, it was Rick Kirby. Okay. Um, when I got to Evansville that day, everybody knew who I was and why I was there. All right. There was apparently a meeting that morning just about me. It, it was popular. Nice. Yeah. It, I wasn't even qualified yet. Oh. And uh, they usually frown upon that. It was you, bad news. You were going for the high score. I was. <laughs> How'd that work out? Uh, I was sponsored by Fred Paxton, and to go through everything, uh, he was a giant part of me ever being Atlas qualified. Things were different back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a lot more cowboy. You know. Yeah, it you was. Know? It was wide open. Do whatever you want. Now, you know, everything's under a microscope. You, everything recorded you by the book on yeah. camera all electronic yeah the electronic umbilical cord is never off no never and uh, you know especially with facebook and everything everybody's out to take a picture of somebody else and get them burned right exactly you know it's 
So Facebook, you're 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 pretty uh, involved in Facebook. Yeah, we we have a, a little movers page called the Mover Syndicate. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we're. What's Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a little uh, over twelve thousand members right now. Um, twelve thousand. Yeah. Wow. And, How'd that uh, get started? I mean, you were there from the beginning, or did you come in no, later? There, uh, there was a driver that was that was at Ace who's. Uh, passed away last year who started it with another one of his friends uh fred Sirock, that drove for ace he started it with uh, a good friend of his sherelle bird and uh it basically got started because drivers always had that little black book where you know we'd go to an agency and you know you'd get a good helper you know, they're good cash guys that, you know, you pull up and there'd be like 20 guys standing out front. They're not employees of the company. They're just there to help drivers. And, uh, you know, you get a good one, you write down his number, and then, you know, you see your buddy because, I mean, they didn't even really have cell phones or any of that crap then. Nope. You know, you just saw your buddy one day and you're like, hey, by the way, I got some great help in Dallas. Here's the guy. And uh, I, I guess... We just, they converted the little black book into a Facebook page. It's an electronic little black book, little, and, little black Facebook. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of just took off. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a member just because I like to see, you know, I like to stay connected. I, I want to, I don't participate a lot. Yeah. Just because I, you know, I, I don't want to get caught up in the, you know, I don't want to be the office guy that's like there, poking his nose there, in there. There's a lot of egos in there that you have to deal with also. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Facebook famous. Yeah. So I, I'm not on the Mover Syndicate page because yeah. I know that that's a place for you guys to have the conversations that drivers have. Being it, one once upon a time. We, we have separate pages that are strictly just for drivers and... Secret pages. Yeah, oh, there, okay. there's plenty of those. <laughs> the speakeasy pages yeah. behind this curtain. Yeah, we, we have a few of those that are... Some of them have, you know, just drivers from all aspects. Right. Um, each individual agency, most of them have their own driver's page. Mm-hmm. Ace has their own driver's page, and that uh, that's top secret. Well, it should be. That, I, I that's think one that... of those things that, as drivers, we got to be able to communicate with each other and, and stick together. There should be conversations you guys are allowed to have that are just you. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We, right? Especially you know, small things like our contracts and stuff. You know, we all see the same contract. Right. There, there's this giant misconception that certain drivers have special had, no. has special contracts. Untrue. And <laughs> right. I wish like hell there was because I would try as hard as I could to be one of those special drivers because there's a few things that I would love to change in the contract. But, you know, it, everybody's deal is different. And uh, so each driver, you know, especially with newer drivers and stuff, it, it's easier to go in and talk to the guys that are here openly and say, hey, I got questions about this. Can you help me with what's going on? Or what's Ace's stance on this? It's, it's not necessarily something that, you know, guys might not feel comfortable going to Dan about or going to their GM about or, or even Stephen and Clay or, or to you. Right. You know, and it's easier to go to other drivers. I don't see a lot of our other drivers. So it's, it's not like I, I can meet a bunch of new guys and, and talk to them and stuff. I kind of just run my own little thing and I don't really go sit at any of the offices or anything. It's 
the, the whole point of having a big sleeper truck is I can be as close to the, the customer's house as possible. That way I can get the maximum amount of off-duty time on my, my logbook and, and just go from that. And it's things just go smoother when you're not in the madhouse. Yeah, you know, caught, caught up in the circus, man. You're, yeah, you know. I mean, you know, especially when you're in California, when you're out, you know, in Long Beach or something, Fernando does not need drivers just hanging out in the parking lot. He doesn't need people just parked there overnight. So I, I just try to stay away. So, but yeah, with the driver's page, that, that works out. But back to the syndicate, I mean, it's just the labor was the biggest problem that we had dealing with, you know, agencies and stuff because the way guys got trained at agents, they got sent out with a driver. And the driver's like, oh, you're new? Hmm. Greenhorn? Th- th- this, is, this is how I want this done. You know, oh, this is... I don't know how many times I've had to sit there in the morning. You are the training program. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and, and drivers got tired of it. You know, well, you should be, you know, and, and, and from an agent perspective, it's, you know, it's not my first day either. You know, we're, yeah. we're putting, you know, I'm not speaking for Ace. I've only been here five months, but the agents, we're putting our top, our top guys on our on pack business. job or, yeah, right. you know, our SIT yeah. out or, or absolutely. You know. so yeah, you, you're getting I mean, the it's, leftovers. It's a business, you know, it, you know, drivers come in, I need guys. Okay. Well, your job's not really my problem, but here's some guys. Yeah, some bodies. Here's some a, bodies. Rock out, dude. Need yeah, a t-shirt? There's there's some pulses inside these. Yeah, I yeah. mean you, and and that's all it was. It's yeah. I get they, it. They got a t-shirt, you know, and they usually got the first one for free because when, they usually when, didn't come back for when, round two. When you see a t-shirt that still has the fold creases in it, yeah. you know you're in trouble. Yeah, you know, you, you know when, the, when the t-shirt's over top of the shirt they wore in that day, you're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, it's gonna a, be a day. Is that a Phoenix Suns jersey you're wearing underneath yeah. there? That's that's great. And, um, so it, drivers got kind of tired of having to train everybody. And, you know, when we started exchanging the numbers and everything, we the, the labor got allowed onto the pages, and they got to advertise. And then they kind of created their own little, you know, own little thing. Hey, look at me. But it became, they became accountable for their actions because it was no longer – me calling Josh Morton and saying, hey, dude, you know that guy's number you gave me? They were cool, but, you know, they they all smelled like alcohol or showed up smelling like weed or, you know, whatever. That conversation died between me and Josh right there. Josh would just stop giving their number out or something. Josh would find new guys. It was a self-policing mechanism for you guys to Correct. read out the qualities. If you needed, you went into a job and you're like, I need the A squad and nothing but the A squad. Correct. You already knew where to go based yeah. off of the feedback and the conversations that were happening on the Mover Syndicate page. Yeah. And now the, the labor gets, you know, it used to all be tears. You know, the driver was always way above the help and, and so on and so forth. It became everybody's on an equal battleground now. They need us as bad as we need them. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's some people look at it differently. You know, I'm the driver. I make all the rules. Well, not really, because you're the driver. But it's gonna be really hard to do thirty thousand pounds by your damn self. Well, and you're you know responsible for claims, so you're you're reliant on, on those guys to have your back. I mean, there's a lot Absolutely. of moving pieces. You're out there packing a little thirty grand. You're not over the dude's shoulder. You know, packing every single item. You need that guy to come to you and say hey this has already got damage or hey this is you know an issue you got to be able to count on that or it's going to take you a freaking you know seven days to freaking get get out of there yeah can't be in every room at once you need no, guys you can rely on no and i 
I've gotten so self-reliant on the guys that I've used, you know, that I've met via Facebook and they've damn near become family now because I see them so often that if even if I'm not in their area, I'll call them and say, hey, I don't know anybody where I'm at. I, you got to pack a bag. You, know, it's, you, you got to come over here. You know, we're, you know, we're in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm not using anybody here. I need you to come. Well, you and I have changed dates on shipments to try to yeah. accommodate you being able to get the just, right guys. Just being able to get the, yeah. the, the right help. Yeah, I'm, the, the guys I need are in Atlanta. I'm in Memphis. They'll come out here, but they can't start until Thursday. Can yeah. we work with it? We, We've made it work. We, and and you know, the job went great. And that's what that was the point of trying to fix the dates to make it yeah. work like that. You know, it, it, like doing multiple trailers. you got to have guys that you can trust. There's got to be somebody out there that, you know, I know – they can go do this job without me. That that's what I look for in all of my people. That anyone that I use, and I mean, I'm nothing without any of them. I know how to do the job. Right. But with, without the labor and stuff that we have, you know, the drivers, you know, I can go do it with some college kids or some high school kids out of the warehouse. But your stress level is going to be through the ceiling. Stress and your claims too, exposure is going to be. I'm not a five rated driver if I'm using high school kids. No. I mean, just just off of, you know, just a customer being uncomfortable because they can tell right away somebody's there that doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it, it's come a long way. So, where does, you know, I've seen the list. In the CID labor, you know, that, that's kind of a hot button. And I know there's some advancements and there's some things that, you know, some various people are working on, like, you know, universal background checks. And Yeah. What is that? I mean, what's that like having to manage that process? Uh, it's, it's not just me. It, we There's nine admins just on the, the Mover Syndicate. And we all work equally as hard to, to make it all work. Um, when it comes to the actual labor list, it... it is the same thing going back to the little black book. It, it's just a printed out version of it. A lot of people don't want to make posts looking for labor or anything. They just want a quick reference guide. These are all the people that we will back. These guys are good to go. We don't have anything to worry about them. Let us know if there's an issue, but we guarantee these guys will show up and do their best job. And if they don't, they're removed. Simple as that. You know, it's, I'm sorry that you have a family to feed, but you should have showed up to work when you said you're going to be there. Well, that seems like a pretty pretty automatic. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, should be unspoken. Yeah, of, you know, but, don't you know. don't cry to me that you know showing up as the minimum requirement. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you you have to be there. You know, so we we've been working uh, pretty closely with LaborNet, and uh, they have a universal background check, and just. The way everything is going now, you got to have background checks. Everybody's just paranoid. And with the internet and Googling stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I'll tell you the first thing, you know, the second that a, a, a transferee has has an issue or there's any sort of integrity issue on a job site. First thing. The first thing the account asks for, who's out there. I want the names and the CID numbers. And, yeah. you know. Sounds like you're doing and have earned, you're doing some sweet loads and bigger shipments, but I'm sure you handle some small ones and it doesn't matter. I, uh, I almost two, prefer two, to do small ones. 2,000 pounds or 20,000 yeah. pounds. Um, 
there's no sense of humor when it comes to unqualified people no, out I mean, there. So everybody wants to be comfortable. They want to know that you know they don't have moving stressful. Nobody likes it. You know, the customer wants to know that hey, I don't have to worry about my my movers coming in and stealing my crap. They're just gonna put it in a box, put it in the truck, take it to my new house, and put it in there, and we're good. I don't have to worry about my stuff missing. And there are accounts that require it. Google Plus, uh, yeah. Weikert. I mean, they you have to have the CID number on the front end. Yeah. You know, for for labor, and it's it's not always convenient, and it's hard to get those numbers from those guys in, in certain areas. I mean, it's not hard in New York City. I bet it's hard in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's not hard in Atlanta, but I bet it's hard in Shreveport, Louisiana. You're not going to get the same labor uh, resources. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, when it comes to the CID numbers, they, they do have a level of importance. But anyone that's been in this business for any amount of time, some of the best movers I know yeah, can't pass a background I, check, dude. I don't disagree for, man. for anything. I mean, just because they can't pass a background check, they they probably just did some dumb shit when they were younger. Well, there's not a lot of Harvard alum in this industry it, at any you level. Know, it, it's you know, it's house truck, house truck. You don't have to be a, a genius to to accomplish this job correctly. God, what's your sole purpose in this army? To do whatever you tell me, drill sergeant. God damn it, Gump. You're a goddamn genius. That scene kills me every time. It reminds me of when I started in this business as a as a helper, uh, lumping furniture, and I was uh, barely a teenager. But that was one of the cool things is it didn't take a genius to do this job. It just took a few things, you know, show up in uniform, show up on time, and then essentially listen to whatever the van operator told me to do, and I walked out of there with some cash. It was pretty sweet. Um, anyway, that'll do it for part one of the Tim Ruddle conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to have episode two up and running. I'm looking at midweek, so probably about a three to four day turnaround is going to be my goal. We'll see what happens. But anyway, we'll wrap that sucker up. We have some more cool things down the pipe as well. I've got about, oh, I don't know, three or four episodes uh, on SD card right now. So I'm just kind of uh, holed up at the home office pumping out episodes. So all good things. If you haven't already followed us on Spotify and Facebook, what are you waiting for? I mean, seriously, it's out there. What else are you doing? The Spotify app is free. Get it downloaded onto your device. Search what's your 20 under podcasts. Click that follow button and the app will automatically be updated with new episodes when they're available. If that's too complicated for you, hit us up on Facebook. Same thing. Search us what's your 20. Hit that like button reach out to me at cyetter at acerelocation.com. Give me some uh, feedback, suggestions. Heck, you can even volunteer to come on. I'd love to have you. So anyway, that's it for now. Huge thank you goes out to all you van operators out there making the world work right now. I know I uh, definitely appreciate you. My family appreciates you. And uh, I'll go ahead and speak for the world. The world appreciates you, even though they might not say it. So until next time, be safe out there. And look on the bright side of the road, gents. Help me